Hey, guess what? This is the first time that I am here on the first Sunday of a new month. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Happy new month, family. It's so good to be here. I know I have tried and tried to um, publish a podcast uh, first Sunday of every month. And today has been successful, so thank God for that. Yes. I'd like to make an announcement to all of you. Do you know that we now have a sexual purity handbook ready for you to download for free? Yes, today being the 1st of November, Lady Mabel Mensa Kane just published an e-book for sexual purity. Yes, so it's a handbook that can help you learn a lot about God's will and God's ways and desires about our sexual lives and um, it's free for everyone to download so why don't you hurry now go to support sexualpurity.com that's our website and download the book for free I'd like to hear from you I mean what chapter captures you the most what did you learn from the book I'd love to hear from you remember that our email address is setapartgirlnigeria at gmail.com and our social media handle is at set apart girl ninja so you can find us on instagram or on facebook yes you can follow us you can send us a dm would you like us to pray with you are there questions that you have about sexual purity are there questions you have about issues in our christian faith that you would like to share with us or discuss with us i'd like to hear from you why don't you send us a mail or a dm Yes. So once again, welcome to the Set Apart Girl Nigeria podcast with Amaka Grace Sapere. How has your week been? Hope it has been good. I hope it's been fine too. You know, a lot of things have been um, happening lately, but God is still on the throne. And this should give us hope and confidence to face each day. Welcome to the month of November. We just have one more month to go in this year. 2020, hmm, a lot has happened and one of the major events has been the NSAS protest. Today I'd like us to look at the lessons that we can learn from the NSAS protest. But before I share that with you, I'd like to give you a little poem from me to you. The flower doesn't struggle to shine like the moon. She blooms and blossoms and blooms. Be yourself. Be yourself and dance like you would. I have never seen an apple taste like watermelon. Tall trees grow and stretch out into the sky. Mountains were made to stand tall. Have you ever seen an eagle wishing to be a sparrow? Be yourself. Be your smile. Be your voice. Be yourself, my dear child. And welcome back. So as I said earlier, that today I'd like for us to look at the lessons that we can learn from the NSAS protest. A lot of things happened and if we look at it closely, we'll be able to see that there is a lot for us to learn, you and me. 
First of all, I'd like to let us know that this situation is something that happens in relationships. And so I would be using relationships for us to be able to, you know, understand better these lessons and for us to be able to relate with it better because the government is in a relationship with the Nigerians and the Nigerians are in a relationship with the government, vice versa. Alright, so first of all, here is the first lesson we can learn from the NSAS protest. Communication is important in every relationship. Learn it. First of all, as Christians, our communication with the heavenly with our heavenly father is our prayer life. Like you all know that by now. And what does God say about our prayer life? Um first Thessalonians 5:17 says we should pray without ceasing. That means continue praying even when you don't feel like praying continue praying that means continue talking to god continue communicating with him continue hearing from him continue being in that place of prayer even when you don't feel like it even when you are tired even when it's as if you know you you haven't heard from him but just continue in that place of prayer without ceasing and so you see that in a relationship you have to continue communicating with yourselves your relationship with your mom or dad your relationship with your siblings your relationship with your friend or that special someone you have to continue the communication whether you feel like it whether you don't feel like it because it is a way to show that you are still there imagine you 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 were always the one reaching out you are always the one calling that your special friend you are always the one texting you are always the one checking on her you are always the one doing everything for him and uh, you know he's never making an effort to call back or when you call uh, he doesn't even say much maybe you call and you're like hey how you doing and it's like i'm fine you know just giving you all those straight straight answers haba eh wouldn't you feel somehow you would so you see so communication on both sides is important so that you would know that yes I'm not the only one in this relationship. I'm not the only one paddling this canoe or this boat. We are both doing it together. So communication is key because as Christians, our prayer, our prayer life is our own way of communicating with God. So also you, in any relationship you find yourself, communication is the key to building that relationship. So that's the first point. Communication is important in every relationship and we must learn it. Um number 2 procrastination is dangerous. Procrastination is dangerous. As Nigerians, um people have seen that the government has made promises, promises to resolve things, promises to end the SARS, promises to dialogue, promises to do this, and it's like they've been procrastinating, procrastinating about that issue until look at what it led to. A massive protests which led to one thing and another and then the whole thing escalated what can we learn from there when you are in a relationship do not procrastinate on resolving that issue when there is an issue and it's it's something that concerns the both of you in that relationship immediately give it attention and resolve it don't don't say i'll i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow jare i beg you do not know what tomorrow holds because even the Bible lets us know in Proverbs 27 verse 1 that you should not boast about tomorrow. You do not know what tomorrow holds. And you do not know how patient the other person can be. So why bother trying to test the other person's patience? You do not know 
how serious that issue might be. The person you're talking about now might be very angry with you. And the person has waited for you to speak up and to resolve this matter. Yet you keep on procrastinating. Don't worry, don't worry. See, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Just let me come back from work first of all. Let me just go to this party. When I come back this night, we'll have all the time to talk about this issue. But for now, I beg, man, just go work. No. Don't procrastinate it. If you can fix it there and then, sit down and talk about it. If you can fix it there and then, if you have to pull your shirt, if you have to remove your fine nails, if you have to remove your makeup or anything, <laughs> remove your wig, anything you need to do to fix that issue. You know, is it in the house and your, your mother needs you to fix the light bulb in the room? You know, or she needs you to, to clean up the kitchen and you say, I'll do it later. Don't procrastinate because you don't know what will happen in the next hour. Sit down, stop what you're doing and fix it. The other lesson that we can learn, which is lesson number three, is about action and inaction. In every relationship that we are in, whether you take action or you do not take action, something will still happen. What do I mean by that? Now, look at what happened between the Nigerians and the government. There was like this long silence from the government and um, people kept on protesting and protesting and protesting. But what happened before they came to protest? It's like the government had not done anything which led to the protest. Do you see? That the same way it led to the protest in your life and in that relationship, do not wait until, oh... The water is boiling and it is pouring out of the kettle and out of the pot and it's pouring all over the place before you now say oh 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 water has boiled let me come and now use that make tea no and when you don't take action that's like when you're being silent on that matter you don't know what is about to happen next let's let's look at the life of um jacob from the bible i like to make reference to the bible because hey that's our scripture that is our code for living it's our everything as christians in genesis 31 verse 13 when the angel of the lord appeared to jacob and told him rise up get up go back to your father's land where you came from you know he was willing and he agreed but when we look at it um from genesis 32 now genesis 32 from verse 7 to 9 and i think 9 to 11 yes Yes, 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 sorry. Genesis 32, from verse 9 to 11, you would see where Jacob had to cry out to God. And he said, you who said that, you know, I should go back to my father's land and it will be well with me in that place. Please, come and save me and deliver me from my brother's hand. What does that go to show us? This guy knew that his relationship with his brother was already in shambles. He knew that if, if he gets there now... Doesn't know what Esau is going to do to him, but what did he do? He took action by praying, he took action by going back to the same God and asked God's mercy because God had come and told him, Go back to your father's land. And now here he is thinking to himself, What will befall me? He said in verse 11, Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children he knew how he had you know dealt with esau and he knew that if he had just gone back like that this guy might just kill him and kill his whole entire family even though esau was his brother hey haba 
what can we say about this that even that relationship you share with your sibling is at risk if you do not do something about it if that relationship is so important to you have you prayed about it have you taken it to god in prayer to say oh father please come and resolve this issue that is one way of taking action to save the relationship because even when you don't take action eh something will still happen if esau did not pray i guarantee you that when he when he would have approached esau esau wouldn't have even waited to for, for him to say anything he would have just uh, attacked him and that would have been the end you see so if that relationship is very important to you then you must take action to save it because your inaction will only still lead to something else all right we are almost at the end of the lessons we've learned from the NSAS protest, but here is the final and most important one as well. Love can and will save any relationship. Yay! I love this one so much. Now, what does the Bible tell us about love? John 3.16 tells us just how much God loves us. The Bible says in that verse, For God so loved the world, He so loved and what did he do? He gave his only begotten son. If you love and value that relationship so much, you would never want to lose it or watch it suffer. You'll find a way to fix that relationship in any way you can. So if there is a problem that needs fixing, as long as you love that relationship, as long as you value and cherish that relationship, you will find a way to save it. If there is an issue that needs to be resolved, love will push you. Love will show you how to go about it. Oh, love is so beautiful. In any relationship, there has to be love. There has to be love between father, mother, and child. There has to be love between siblings. There has to be love between you and your friend. There has to be love between you and that special someone in that relationship, even at your place of work. Yes, there has to be love in your heart for that job that you have. Imagine if you're having an issue at your place of work. If you do not love and value the relationship between you and that job, <laughs> you will watch it suffer. And being a child of God, you'll not be wondering, ah, but God, I thought you were with me. But as long as you put love first in that work, in that you know place of work, love will show you how to resolve that issue. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this has been such a wonderful time sharing these lessons with you. In our lives, we are all in relationships. Relationship with the people around us, relationship with our families, with our friends, with our siblings, with those special loved ones in our lives. We are in relationship even with um, the, the, the environment where we live in. So what matters is how you, you know, treat and value that relationship, what you do for that relationship. I hope with all of my heart and sincerely that this podcast has blessed you. If it has, if you'd like to contribute or say something, you can send us a mail at tetapartgirlnigeria at gmail.com. You can reach us at... Um, on Instagram or on Facebook at Set Apart Girl Ninja. Yes, we would so love to hear from you. It has been a pleasure. My name is Stella Amaka Grace, and this has been the set. Sorry, Amaka Grace Sackberry. I, I just have to complete that name. This has been the Set Apart Girl Nigeria podcast. Till I come your way next week, Sunday. Bye for now. <laughs>